And there was a quote that I recently heard, which definitely rings true when it comes to weightlifting in this regard. And that is, the focused fool can accomplish more than a distracted genius. Welcome to the Waiting Game Podcast, a podcast where I attempt to bring more dialogue into the world of Olympic weightlifting and share my experiences and perspectives in the sport and resistance training in general. It was a perspective I wish was more accessible during my earlier years of training, so here is my attempt to bring that value to those who may be seeking it. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 59, I believe, of the Waiting Game Podcast. I'm your one and only host, Brandon Wakeling. And in this episode, I'm going to talk about improvement and specifically how to not improve over time. And a way to do that is to continuously change course before allowing enough time to actually start seeing improvements. And this is something that I've seen plenty of over the years, not even in weightlifting, but also in the gym before I even started weightlifting. And I'm sure everyone knows someone or multiple people who are like this, where say they're onto their fourth, fifth, or sixth coach, they can't see through a program, they're constantly changing methodologies and opinions on exercises, and they just can't stay on course. And then through doing that, they just never improve because they're constantly changing all the time. And this is more common with beginners or people that overthink things. When you don't really understand all the technical concepts of weightlifting and you read something new, it's easy just to cancel out what you're doing and think that this next new shiny thing is the thing that you need to do and what you're doing before is the problem. And the problem I'm referring to is coaches, programs, methodologies, you name it. It can be anything. And there was a quote that I recently heard which definitely rings true when it comes to weightlifting in this regard. And that is, the focused fool can accomplish more than a distracted genius. And just as an example of this, if, say, someone with no background or knowledge in weightlifting picks up an average program, not exactly tailored to them, but still adheres to the principles of progressive overloading and just the general weightlifting program, if they stuck to that program and didn't deviate at all for an entire year and then went up against someone who thinks they know it all and they're constantly changing their mind, trying to optimize and find the most efficient program for them, chopping and changing and never settling on a program just to adhere to for a long period of time to then reap rewards from, they're going to lose to the focused fool that just dedicates the time to the craft, even if the path isn't the best one, because they were consistent with it and did it over a long period of time without deviating it's just a game of consistency at the end of the day. So this is what I would recommend. Find a program or a way of training and stick to it at least for the desired amount of time in which it's possible to start seeing results. Whether that's six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, it depends on the sport and the program. Let's just keep it in weightlifting terms. I would say at least 12 weeks to finish a program and then you can assess what went well, what didn't do well, then you go again after that. If, say, after three weeks of your program, you feel like you haven't gotten any stronger, you haven't gotten any more confident in your technique, maybe your mobility hasn't gotten any better, that's not enough time to give an accurate assumption as to why the program isn't working. 
Not to mention that we don't all live in the Chinese military camp like the Chinese team do, where they can take care of every single variable outside of weightlifting, monitor that so that there's not too much that's going to sway their training. For most of us, we live normal lives, we work normal jobs, we all have families and other responsibilities. A lot of that plays into this as well. It's not all about the program. A lot of it actually comes from variables outside of training that can then dictate our results or at least our perspective of results. Having that said, there's still the question of, say we have a 12-week program, what does warrant us before the 12 weeks to call it and the program actually be at fault and then warrant changing programs? Because obviously this does exist as well. Now, for number one, which is a bit of a no-brainer, but I should mention it anyway, is if you're not enjoying the program or having fun doing it, then I would recommend doing something else. If you don't like the snatch and the clean and jerk, but you're doing an Olympic weightlifting program, then you're definitely following the wrong program. I've even heard of people that wanted to do an Olympic weightlifting program and drastically improve on their Olympic lifts, but they didn't want to do squats on the program because they didn't enjoy squats because they were too hard. So at that point, I would say find a different program. Now, for number two, if you feel like you're at a significant injury risk when doing training, if the training is far too intense, say for your technical capabilities, and you have programmed maxing out all the time, and you're legitimately worried going into training, then I'd recommend a different program, as safety always comes first, and perhaps your capabilities don't meet that program's requirements to even do it in the first place. Now, for number three, I actually don't have a number three. I only have one and two. If you're not enjoying it, or you feel like you're legitimately in danger of injuring yourself or on the verge of injury, then that obviously makes sense. They're both kind of no-brainers. But outside of that, if a reasoning for changing a program prematurely is a lack of progress, unless the program is just so bad, you've asked ChatGPT to make your program and it's just not quite right, or you've bought a program off an influencer that probably got their program off ChatGPT as well, there's no real reason not to see it out a little longer. Plus, not to mention, if you do see it through, you finished the full program, you didn't get the results, but you only really put 40% effort into the program, you skipped exercises here and there, you subbed out little bits here and there, you had bad night's sleep before some of your more important training sessions, you skipped accessories at the end, you kind of get where I'm going with this. I don't expect anyone to follow a program to a T as I do see a program as more of a guideline as opposed to a rule book where days I do believe you can go heavier and lighter depending on how you feel. And there is somewhat of a skill set to be acquired to be able to make the appropriate decision, which I believe comes with experience and simply communicating with your coach. But as long as you put the effort in for a long enough period of time, then it's unreasonable to think that you won't see results. And that was all I pretty much wanted to touch on in this episode, so that's the episode for this week. One quick note, for those that feel like they're going to lose some gains over the holiday period, as most do, as is always a good time to spend with family and friends and celebrate the end of the year, I am planning on getting back into my best shape in terms of strength starting in January 1st with a new strength program starting with my team, Forefront Weightlifting. So if anyone wants to train with me when I start this strength program on the first day of the year next year, 
which just so happens to be on a Monday, then get in contact with me. I'll put a link in the bio of this episode and I'll offer a 20% discount for those that don't have a program to start the year next year and want to train alongside me and the rest of the team. So as always, I'll see you all next week with another fresh episode. Talk to you then. Thank you.